It's the B-List Daily on the new 105.5 Sports, live from the Spectrum Healthcare Partners studios here in Auburn. My name is Aaron Morse, filling in for Maddie B on this Thursday. And on the phone right now, we have Michael Hoffer, the sports editor of The Forecaster. Find them online at theforecaster.net. You can follow Michael on Twitter at F-O-R-E Sports. So for sports on Twitter. And, Michael, I know some high school basketball going on in your coverage area. Can you update us on some teams maybe that are exciting for you to cover so far in this young season, I guess? Yeah, good morning, guys. I hope you had a good holiday recovering from the gluttony like I am. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. We are. Getting, getting, getting back to reality before the next round of holiday gluttony that comes around here uh, in the next few days. But, I, you know, I guess the big thing going on down here the next few days is the uh, the annual uh, big holiday basketball tournament at the uh, Portland Expo, mm-hmm. uh, the Red Claws Christmas Showcase. And, and as has been the case the last few years, there's actually several countable games sprinkled in with the exhibition games. And uh, that's uh, that'll be evidenced this evening. We've got two big showdowns, two big boys games. Uh, you got Falmouth and Cape Elizabeth scoring off at 530, followed by the Portland and Deering boys playing at 7. And then the Portland and Deering girls play after that. And, you know, the Portland Deering game, obviously, is, is something that I was always looked forward to. And it's been a very one-sided rivalry here in recent years. Portland has won the last 13 meetings. But it really looks like Deering uh, has a special team this year. They're off to an undefeated start. Uh, you know, I, I, I think that they'd like to think they're the team to beat in Class AA North. And you know, they haven't beaten Portland at the Expo since 2006. They haven't beaten Portland at all since 2013. So this is a great chance for them to prove that, yeah, they really are the front runner here. And, you know, Class AA North seems very wide open this year. you got Bangor, who just beat Portland, uh, Edward Little, uh, a defending champion. They're all, and Deering, as I mentioned, all playing very well. And you can never rule out Portland. So this will be a really good early litmus test as to who, who the favorite might be in that region or one of the favorites anyway. And then, you know, Falmouth Cape, Falmouth, both teams are actually coming off losses. And they're two of the perennial contenders as well. So some interesting games, and it kind of harkens back to the days when the Expo was the mecca for high school basketball around here, and they used to have Friday night doubleheaders. Uh, you know, those don't really exist anymore, but uh, this is kind of the next best thing in 2018. Terrific. And then from an ice hockey perspective, we've been talking a lot of ice hockey on the show today just because, I mean, we are in the middle of, uh, you know, Lewiston and Edward Little and St. Dom's up here. Uh, but from, in your coverage area, who are some hockey teams standing out early on, boys and girls perhaps? Yeah, you know, it's funny. It really seems like the balance of power right now is in that Lewiston-Auburn area. And, and you know, you, you just kind of assume that it's always that way, and it's really not. Mm. You know, this area has had a lot of great teams over the years. You can always count on Lewiston and St. Dom's to be powerhouses. And, you know, right now, Edward Little is certainly a very good team as well. But, you know, you look at the South standings, it's kind of funny. It's kind of all jumbled up. No one has a great record. You know, you've got a few teams at 2-1, and 3-2, and two, but everyone's really kind of hovering around the 500 mark. And a lot of these teams haven't played that many games yet. So, I, you know, I think you're going to see teams like Biddeford, the defending regional champ, you know, emerge as a, as a top team. Uh, Scarborough's vastly improved from last year when they won only three games. I think they're going to return to the form that we're used to seeing them over the last decade or so, where they're, you know, winning double-digit games and competing for championships. I think they're going to be very good by season's end. Uh, you know, Portland Deering has some has some top-notch players. I don't know that there's a standout team down here like there seems to be in the North. I think we'll see a little more parity, uh, but I think that the teams down here might be a little more battle-tested just because um, you know there's, there's no easy games night after night. 
And, uh, you know, you're going to see that in Class A, certainly. I think in Class B South, there is a standout team in S. Greeley. Mm. And they're the defending regional champs. They let a 2 nothing lead slip away in last year's state game. And I think they're still stinging over that. And I think that, you know, their goal is simple. They want to get back to the, to the Coliseum there that first Saturday or second Saturday in March and win that championship. And I think they're clearly the team to beat. Uh, they beat Cape Elizabeth pretty handily the other night. Uh, that was a rematch of last year's regional final. You know, Gorham's also undefeated at the moment. I haven't seen them. Uh, you know, I'm not sure if they have a, quite enough uh, firepower to hang with a team like Greeley, but uh, you know, they might be the team to watch as far as top contenders go. But while A South is very wide open, I think the road to the B South title goes to Cumberland. Gotcha. I saw on Twitter you posted a poll just before Christmas. Uh, who's the team to beat in the AFC? Because I don't have a clue. Now, 53% said Patriot. Now, I might be a little biased based on who's seen this poll, right. but um, have you, do you still not have a clue a few days later? Are you starting to feel more confident in New England's ability to make a run here since they're going to have, it looks like, uh, you know, home field for most of the playoffs? Yeah, you know, presumably take care of the, the Jets on Sunday, and there's, there's no guarantee of that, but, um, you know, their, their running game was certainly encouraging the other day. It's just, it's, you know, I've set out for many, many weeks now. This just doesn't look like a great team to me. Uh, but in 2018, it might be good enough to at least get there. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's really hard to say. I, I, Kansas City doesn't look great right now. Uh, the Chargers are coming off a loss, you know, and, and they have a history of not coming up big when it matters most. You get teams like Baltimore and Indianapolis that look like they're, they're as hot as anyone. This might be the year, first time in many years, where you see a low seed get hot at the right time and make a run to a championship. Mm. You know, we saw that a lot in the late 2000s, early, you know, early part of this decade. But really the last five or six years, it's been a one or a two seed that goes pretty much every year. I wouldn't be the least bit surprised to see. I mean, you could flip a coin in the AFC, and, and that includes the past. If they could somehow you know, get the penalties under control, get Brady somehow, you know, I don't know if he's not, healthy or if it's just a lack of weapons, whatever it is, to get, you know, some semblance of Brady we're used to, they could make a run. I just, you know, I think there's, it's not like every other year when, you know, they're the clear favorite. So I keep uh, saying, be interesting. I keep saying the Ravens are a team to watch out for. Yeah, they are. No <laughs> but you got a rookie quarterback and, you know, if you can get them in a situation where he has to throw the ball, mm. um, you know, I, I, and the and the thing with the Ravens, they look like they're not intimidated at all by playing on the road. Right. So, yeah, and, and of course, and the, and the franchise has a history of success in Foxborough, too, in January. So that would be a matchup I'd love to avoid. <laughs> I think just about anyone else I could talk myself into, yeah, I think they could beat them. And, I mean, honestly, and then this year, I think I could talk myself into, yeah, they could probably lose to them, too. So uh, it'll be a very interesting January where, I, you know, I think the Pats will be favored against whoever they play, but I don't think they're a clear favorite by any so back to the forecaster and what you're covering there. Obviously, you know the basketball games you mentioned coming up with Cape Elizabeth and Falmouth and and Portland and Deering. Um, in terms of the new year, though, what are some maybe plans? What can we look forward to? You know, in terms of long term, possibly into January, February. Obviously, more high school basketball, hockey, but anything else in particular, perhaps? Yeah, I mean, it's it's just I feel like December is kind of an extended preseason in yeah. a sense because. You know, you, you go from football to basketball with almost no layover whatsoever. And then you get the holidays mixed in, so you don't have, like, a steady schedule of games. So once we get into next week, I think you're going to see teams start to play two, three games a week. You start going to see some trends emerge. I just think we're going to kind of get to what we're used to seeing, you know, while it's, it's kind of been hodgepodge here in December. Um, so I think, you know, you'll, you'll see more separation of the top teams, uh, you know, who's 
maybe, maybe some more definition on who those top teams are. But I really think we're going to see all year, uh, you know, a fair amount of parity. We're going to see a fair amount of surprises. You know, you look up and down the list, and you know, outside of maybe the really girls basketball team, you know, I'm not seeing a team that's a slam dunk by any means. And in some of these regions, you know, there's multiple really good teams. And, you know, I come back to the Class AA North boys. I think that's going to be uh, very close all the way into February and, and the end of the month. And whoever emerges, you know, will have earned it to get to the state final. So uh, a lot of big games to come, a lot of compelling matchups. And uh, I'm looking forward to it and hopefully not, you know, having to drive in too much snow when the time comes. Michael, how far out do you... Uh, look at the schedule and start to put together your schedule. In other words, do you wait and see yeah. two weeks from now? I can see it's Greeley, Falmouth are going to play. Uh-huh. Uh, how far out do you start to map that out? Well, when I when I put the schedule together originally, I'll, I'll put a star by certain games. I mean, I know I'm going to cover Portland Deering. I know, you know, when uh, when South Portland and Greeley played girls basketball a couple weeks ago, you know, I'll make a point of doing that. But for the most part, it's like a week or two out, like you said. And, uh, you know, as the season goes on, there might be some teams I thought were going to be good that weren't as good as expected or maybe some surprise teams or some, you know, developing stories that I want to make sure I get to see firsthand. So that, that's how I do it. And, you know, December's been kind of frustrating because there have been some weeks where there's only been a couple games uh, just because of the schedule or the holidays. And then, you know, like I said, and once January gets here, and once we get through next week when we're getting back to full weeks again, uh, you know, that's when I'll be at multiple games, and it's, you know, in some cases, multiple games in a day, and you know, I can really get to get in the swing of things and get up to speed before things get crazy in February. I always kid Matty; he works so hard uh, in the fall, let's say, for instance, to put yeah. together a, a master schedule. Everybody's assigned and whatever, and then after the first week, blow it up. I mean, <laughs> yeah, my I wife says, "I thought too. my wife will say, I, th- I thought you were doing love it.' Uh, no, nope, not right. this week." <laughs> so. It's, it's always tentative. I mean, I think there are some things you have a pretty good idea you're going to cover. Um, but you're right. It's not easy. And then the frustrating thing for me is I'm a one-man show, and I'd love to sure. do five different games sometimes. So, you know, narrowing it down to one or two can be a difficult thing. Fall and spring, there's, things are more spread out because you have a lot of things in the afternoon and at night. Uh, but, you know, during basketball hockey season, it's pretty much in the evening at the same time on, on the same night more often than not. I, I had an interesting uh, occurrence one time. Oh, it's been several years now, but I was at Messalonsky High School to watch. I can't remember who was playing, but it was a, a baseball-softball game, I think, and yeah. uh, maybe it was one we broadcast. Came up to the parking lot, and somebody that I knew that worked for the newspaper uh, down this way uh-huh. was talking to somebody on the phone, getting a kind of a synopsis of what happened in the game and he was kind of writing notes and i looked at him i said what what are you afterwards what are you doing he goes well i can't be everywhere so he said i'm trying to get a report so i could write a little blurb yeah about what happened sometimes well the nice thing is in this day and age with twitter and mbr and you know there's lots of places to get information so that certainly helps but yeah until they come up with a way to be everywhere at the same time that's kind of what we have to do Could, could we put that in your contract that every couple maybe every Eight minutes or so, you say the word MBR. Could you, it would make I'd us look. I'd be happy to. It would make us look MBR, really you know, good. I'm, I'm a, I'm a long time uh, MBR consumer, and you know I've I've been, I, you know I don't post there as much as I used to, but I, you know I certainly visit the site on a regular basis. Maddie, we'd really make a good impression on Maddie, you know, since he's not here. You he, he would. We might even get a raise or something. What do you think? Yeah, no, Probably I'm not. happy to help. Probably not going to help yeah. on that, Bob. <laughs> 
Well, uh, Michael Hoffer, thanks so much for joining us here on the B-List Daily. We'll talk to you uh, next week and everything. So. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk to you next year, actually. Next yeah, that's year, right. that's right. I love right. that one. Yeah, love that. next year, 2019. Does that mean I'm another year older? What does that mean? Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. 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 All right, guys, have a good one. Thanks for right. time. Yep, Take you care. Too.